Remainders. I'm your host, Darren Burrell. And I'm your co-host, Patrick McIntyre. We will explore the stories from our conscious collection of music, books, and film. The ones that have shaped our lives. Join us as we take a closer look at what remains. Welcome to Remainders, where we share stories from our conscious collection of movies, books, and film. The stories, the sounds, and the characters that stay with you long after they've returned to the shelves. Today and throughout this 10-part season, we will be exploring the steps within the creative process, how the stories, sounds, and characters we love come to exist. Together, we'll be exploring the steps involved and the joy that comes with fully immersing yourself in creation. Now I should start off by saying that there are many ways to go about creating something, and everybody is unique and everybody will do it their own way. This is the way that I've learned and some of the steps that I take in my creative thinking in the way that I go about producing a work of art or a piece of music, whatever I'm working on that I want to share with the world. This isn't the only way to work creatively. These are ways that have helped me throughout time, and I wanted to share them with you. In this first episode, we're talking about inspiration and where to find it. Sometimes we're looking for it, and sometimes it finds us. Whatever the case may be, we have to be open to letting inspiration happen. We'll follow up today's episode with nine more episodes. We'll be talking about being uncomfortable, pre-programming, being present in the work you're doing, freedom from deadlines, resting, collaboration, creative cycles, surrendering, and finally, letting go. So what inspires you? Are you like me and enjoy listening to music, watching classic Hollywood movies, or spending your weekends at a museum? Chances are you're different from me, and probably way different from me. That's what makes you, you. It's what will make your work unique. There are many ways to be inspired. Let's talk about a few things that might help you stay consciously aware of them in your daily life. Your life itself is an inspiration. Most artists put a whole lot of their personal experiences into their work. I am certainly guilty of it. There's nothing wrong with being genuine, especially because your experience might be an inspiration for someone else who might need it at some point in their lives. There are so many ins and outs and ups and downs in this beautiful gift of life. Being present in the joys and the pain are where you can find the most honest inspiration. Take a breakup. In this situation, you are more receptive than ever. You just have to be aware of it. In my life, when this has occurred, I always practice keeping notes of the process, whether mentally or actually writing things down. With my band, I would always come up with song titles uh, based on what I was experiencing, and that became an entire list of songs on our first record. That might sound a little self-deprecating, but it's important to remember how you think and feel during these times. Those feelings and experiences will no doubt fuel the creative message later on. For instance, a song might speak to you in ways it might not have before. You might be more open to understanding the lyrics that a singer is singing. 
a seemingly insignificant object that used to collect dust suddenly becomes rich with memories and starts to tell a story that it never had before. There are all sorts of ways we wake up when life unfolds. The best thing to do is try and be present when it does. Number two, taking pictures. One of the easiest ways to be inspired in the moment is to take pictures and save them for later. I do this all the time. As Johnny Cash once famously sang, I keep my eyes wide open all the time. If you see something that really moves you, take a picture. You will absolutely think about that person, place, or thing down the line. Sometimes it's a few hours later, or sometimes it's years later. When you do, you'll have that photograph or video for reference. I am always mining my photo archive for past inspirations. Number three, walking. Walking is one of the most rewarding things that you can do, at least I find. Wherever you are in the world, get out and walk around. Take the time. It not only clears your mind, but it's great for exercise, and there's so much to soak up on a walk. Even if it's the same route through your neighborhood every day, you'll always find something along that inspires you. A conversation with a neighbor, a tree that's starting to bloom, an animal that crosses your path, You never know what's around if you're not walking around. Number four, reading. Read, 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 and keep on reading. I personally find an immense amount of inspiration when reading biographies. Hearing about another person's life is enriching. You can pull whatever you want to help yourself grow and leave the rest behind. But reading in general is important. It's also a great way to experience joy by consciously living in the present moment. Reading is truly a gift. Number five, listening. This might sound like a no-brainer, but listening is actually very hard to do. To truly listen to someone speak can take time to master. Don't just sit there and wait for your turn to give your two cents. Listen to what someone is saying and digest it. Listen not only to people but keep yourself open to the sounds all around you. Practice being alone with the sounds outside of your window for a while. What do you hear? A car whizzing by? Where is it going? Who's driving? What kind of car is it? Is that a bird making that other sound? Maybe it's a bluebird or a robin. The trees can whistle. The insects will sing, so be inspired by them. Number six, reading the news. Love it or hate it, there's a lot of inspiration in the news. Being aware of current events is a great way to reflect the times you're living in. When you go to an art institute, what do you see in those paintings? Those artists were telling us stories about what it was like to live when they lived, to experience time travel within each brushstroke. Some work reflects a place in time, and sometimes it's political in nature, Whatever you're doing, be aware of what's happening in your place and time. Number seven, following your peers. Sometimes the greatest compliments you can receive are from an artist who creates within your field, someone who understands the craft the way that you do. It might be wise to take a look at what others are creating to motivate and inspire your work. It's as easy as attending a gallery show, a concert, a poetry reading, a play, and so on. I personally follow a great deal of artists and musicians that I find fascinating on social media, but be conscious enough to let their work inspire you while being careful not to let it discourage you. 
Number eight, exploring history. History is where we came from. It's the do's and the don'ts and the understanding of how people forged their way through life before us. Research is key when developing as an artist. Be a student of history. Take from it at will and craft your own story or incorporate some of the styles or stories that move you. Our past has so much to offer our creative minds. Number nine, learn something new. You can be the greatest painter that ever lived, but you will never grow as an artist if you don't step into uncharted waters. Take a stab at something new that scares you. Maybe your local bookstore wants a gigantic mural painted on the side of its building, but you're only used to painting 8.5 by 11 canvases. Sure, there's a terrifying size difference from what you're used to, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. Push past the reservations and dig into what is unknown. You might find it's not as scary as you thought. Maybe it's something completely different than the size of your canvas. A ballet class? Or the choir? Or maybe it's picking up an instrument that you don't even know how to play or learning another language. Every new opportunity that you accept is a wonderful way to grow as an artist. And finally, number 10. Travel and exploration. Anthony Bourdain once said, Travel isn't always pretty. It isn't always comfortable. Sometimes it hurts. It even breaks your heart. But that's okay. The journey changes you. It should change you. It leaves marks on your memory, on your consciousness, on your heart, and on your body. You take something with you. Hopefully, you leave something good behind. Man, that guy got it. It's so beautifully said. I myself am slow moving when it comes to travel, but anytime I do, I am filled with wonder and inspiration. I get a greater understanding of human beings. How are we to grow or be inspired if all we understand in this life only exists in the proximity of our own hometowns? So there it is. Inspiration and a few examples of how to find it or how it will find you. There are certainly more examples and each individual can be motivated in their own unique way. Writer's block exists, creative block, whatever you like to call it, but I feel like if you follow these 10 steps consciously, it happens less often. It's also good to respect creative block. Sometimes you just need a break, Um, but the inspiration is never far away. I hope you'll find this helpful and can apply these things to your creative life. Next time, we'll be talking a little more about being uncomfortable in our daily lives and in our creative lives. This has been the first episode in our 10-part series on being joyfully present in the creative process. Thank you for listening to Remainders, and if you liked this episode, we have a full first season that you can consume on our website, RemaindersPod.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time.